I'm Shazy, creative alchemist, music producer and artist, and vocal vixen. Born in Xanadu and living in LA, ready to scratch that itch in your brain. And hey, I'm Mandy, singer, actress, lover, born and raised in LA, here to sprinkle a little magic everywhere I go. And welcome to the Sonic Chronic, Chronic, where we discuss the soundtracks and music of the most popular film titles of the year and how they were influenced or were influenced by the Mm. cultural Mm -hmm. and global buzz Mm. of that year. Who were its popular tastemakers and storytellers and what was the frequency of that time? Yes, let's get to the bottom of it. This is a part two... Part two. To 2016. This is where we are in our time-traveling machine. Uh, Yes, we had part one. We did some really cool titles. Check it out if you haven't heard it. And now we hear part two. Part two. And so, as we do, we like to remind you a little bit about what was going on. The frequency. That year. What was locking Around the world. Around the globe. You know, because... 2016. My goodness, I was 26. Oh, man. So that's an interesting time for you. Interesting time. Yeah, what you was know, going still on? still figuring it out. You're kind of stepping out of this, yeah. like, 20s. You where just you crossed just... that milestone of 25. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, now it's like you got to get cracking on your life. <laughs> <laughs> no more playing around. Oh, no. I feel like the, all of the 20s is the playtime. But maybe that's just me. Oh, you felt Well, the, I was uh... gifted the book, The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter and How to oh Make God. the Most of It at, like, age 25. Oh, so I was like, oh my no gosh, pressure. I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> Look, I feel like that's why we're so resilient and completely like, you know, you're always like, oh, I could have eaten anything when I was in my toys. It's on purpose. Our bodies are built because we know that we're probably idiotic in our <laughs> 20s and we need to experience and like put our hand on the burner and still be able to kind oh, of no. be around for more. So I feel like we're a bit more resilient. Also, we're figuring out what do we want? What do we like? What do we want to experience? Who are we as people? Exactly. Right? I feel like out. we're forced to like figure that out too fast. Mm. You know, don't you think? How did you a feel? Little bit. What I was mean, your experience? I had a great journey through this thing called life. And oh, you're still here. I'm still here. <laughs> still, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, happy to be here today on this thing called Blessed life. Blessed and thankful. Earth uh, Masterclass. But 2016, no. Shay, let's, yeah. let's take me back. What was happening? Yeah, what was happening from a news standpoint globally? Mm. We had, obviously, we'd say new stuff that was in part one as well. So this is a continuation also right. happening in 2016. So don't worry, we didn't forget. <laughs> Another reason to go visit that part. Rio Olympics. Yes. The 2016 Summer Olympics were held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And there was controversy about basically issues including doping mm. and security. Remember? Mm. But there was a lot of memorable moments including Usain Bolt's triple-triple and Simone Biles' domination of the gymnastics competition. So mm. there was still some highlights, but there was a lot of stuff that was kind of overriding our usual excitement of the Olympics with the situation with the doping. There was a lot of athletes that were taking illegal drugs to enhance their performance. What do you call that again? Not like, oh, do- They call it doping, but like steroids is yeah. one kind, but there was other kinds of performance enhancing drugs that people mm, were taking that were okay. under the radar or just not reported. Hush, hush, you know, Shoot. which is not fair. That's not fair. That's not you know, fair. come on, keep it real. And also security. Brazil was not ready. And even just the cleanup afterwards and they trashed the neighborhoods. Ugh. Like people locally were just like really upset how the Olympics, you know, the government just didn't think of the aftermath of something.
something like that. You know, yeah. there needs to be thought because it's like you just have this flood of thing floods out and it's just like, okay, you know. So that was the going on. Then you had the death of Muhammad Ali. Oh, that was the year he passed. Right. Legendary boxer and Gosh. cultural icon. He died on June 2016 at the age of 74. Um, obviously widely mourned across the world and served as a reminder of his impact on sports, politics, and society. Because mm -hmm. he, you know, he was more than just a boxer, right? And then we had the Panama Papers leak. That was happening in April 2016. It was a massive leak of documents from the law firm Mossack Fonseca revealed the extent to which wealthy individuals and corporations had used offshore tax havens to avoid paying taxes. And mm. remember, Mr. Trump doesn't <laughs> pay taxes. So that was a similar kind of trend happening. The revelation sparked outrage around the world. And, you know, that called for greater transparency around that stuff and accountability. But, you know, how much of that changed? I don't know. Mm. The U.S.-Russian election hacking scandal happened. Oh. In months leading up to the U.S. presidential election. You remember all that was tied to how he got elected, I think. It was revealed Wild. that Russian hackers had targeted political organizations and individuals in an attempt to influence the outcome of the election. The scandal continued to unfold throughout the year, and that led to calls for greater cybersecurity measures and new era of U.S.-Russian relations. But by the way, it was found later that Russian hackers also created the whole QAnon narrative, by the way. It was a disinformation campaign. So that was happening. But then finally, Fidel Castro passed. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was longtime leader of Cuba. Uh, died in November 2016 at the age of 90. So he was older. His death was met with mixed reactions with some mourning his passing as a loss for the Cuban people and others were celebrating his departure because of it was a step towards greater freedom and democracy because he obviously was a dictator. Yep. So that was all happening in 2016. And there was Gosh. five more that we mentioned in the other episode. And <laughs> when just I think about, think about it, that. I feel like I also remember Beyonce released Lemonade. And okay, that ladies, was 2016. Mission. Uh, uh, yes, that Lemonade was, was groundbreaking. At the halftime show, too. And it was oh, incredible. And she just Super Bowl? randomly, yeah, the Super yes. Bowl halftime show. She randomly dropped this visual album for Lemonade. Do you remember that? Yes, it was amazing. I love that she did that. It was so cool. I love multimedia, like art, like that. Uh, it was, it was so. She was like, oh, by the way, here you go. <laughs> It was blessed. many, many songs. It was no many little thing. Songs, yeah. It was like not just like a couple songs. That whole album. And it was a whole nah. video thing. It was so cool. I remember like all my friends got together and we all watched it. <laughs> kind of like. Wasn't it cool though? It was so, so cool. I was impressed with her. Actually, that made me like her more as an artist I after love she did that. Beyonce. She's I mean, she's queen, a powerhouse. Oh my God. And like in terms of dancing and performance, like that Super Bowl halftime show, <laughs> like she's like another being from space, alien species, like Probably goddess one of the energy. Best halftime show of all time. Yeah, honestly. I think so. It's definitely so, up there. So and this year was the year Hamilton the musical. It, it <gasps> peaked. Oh, so it was already, it was kind of it, like at its height. The year yes. prior, but it was like, it peaked That this was year. a phenomenon, by Won the way. A Grammy, Best mm -hmm. Musical Theater Album, and 11 Tony Awards. I like, always forget his name. Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel, thank you. Genius. He's been some great so, stuff. So, yeah. so, so good. He's you can catch great. it now on Disney+. Plus. You know. Yes, you can actually see the performance if you didn't go see it on Broadway or anywhere else, like, 
Oh my god, do you remember the tickets were like eight hundred dollars? Yeah, it was insane, wild. and it's still and it was sold out. Now we're like five years later, we can hey, we can go see we're it so now. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a sensation. Wow, interesting. I didn't know that. See, that's so cool because think about that again. Like, yeah, Lemonade <laughs> was like an adventure. It was like a storytelling. It was like cinematic. It was like interpretive dance. It was po- yes. poetry and motion. And then you had Hamilton coming out the gates with like this hip hop interpretation of some like US president scenario (laughs) and it's like what is happening everybody was like suddenly all about going to Broadway shows because it was like this refreshing take on like hip hop kind of songs and storytelling that nobody was really doing you know I think that's like in Moonlight coming out and you know like it's like it was starting to step into these new storyteller shoes that was getting La La Land the whole musical aspect yes it it was getting the limelight Right. And getting mm. getting exposure. So yeah, great, so great that time. was that was a crazy year with news. So let shall we get into the Let's stories? Get into it. Let's get Let's into, get into the titles that were making the cut that were making people come out to the theaters or watch it on their streaming TV. Because remember, 2016, we had Netflix and Hulu and Prime and all that stuff was flowing. HBO Max, all that stuff. And that's another thing we said in the last part is that as we come into years that are closer to now, remember there's a difference because we look at the top rated in terms of IMDB ratings mm. as well well as box office to Mm -hmm. kind of determine our top list. But we realize, oh, that changes. And there's a little bit of an influence in when technology came in, we access things on streaming television. Yeah. That's going to make a difference on whether people see it and experience it. So keeping that in mind, we have some more titles that have emerged that also have a noteworthy soundtrack or music score. Yes. That's the other kind of condition that we like to kind of include as to why we're reviewing a title. Mm -hmm. So shall I pick first first this time? (laughs) Go first. We're using a a little shaky, shaky black tube this time. Shaky, shaky. In our shaky, box. Shaky, so it's a tube in a box. Shaky, 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 shaky. I like it. It's like a soft, subtle shake. All right. Uh, what do we got? And of course, what we do is we read the quote from the movie. See if I can guess it. And let's see if Mandy can guess this one with my excellent performance. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Sometimes the world seems against you. The journey may leave a scar, but scars can heal and reveal just who you are. Oh, that sounds like Moana. No. No, no wait. It is. Ah! <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no. And also, I did the quote wrong. It's just where you are. <laughs> oh. I don't want to get the quote wrong because you're quoting it. Good God, Shay. No, this is Moana. This Moana, was Grandma this Tala. The character who said that quote. Yes. Let's Moana. talk about Moana. This was an animated Pixar movie, right? Or Disney? Definitely Disney all the way. And speaking yeah. of Lin-Manuel, he yes. this, this film. He was a hot ticket that year. Very hot ticket. Um, I wonder if that played a role in whether that he composed it because he was already doing well with Hamilton. Well, he was having a great, great year this that's year. That's what I mean. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't sure. even think about that. Definitely. Yeah. And that's interesting for opportunity for artists. Like when you're buzzing in and then you get this other opportunity over here. Because like it's kind of like Christina Aguilera where she's popping up in all these different movies. Oh and gosh, that it boosted yeah. her quite a bit. Totally. Like films boost these artists a lot. So Moana is about this adventurous teenager. She sails out on a daring mission to save her people. And on the journey, she meets demigod Maui, played by The Rock. 
Yes, The Rock. Oh my the God, he, he was. Dwayne, a, who do we call him that anymore? I love Dwayne him. The Rock Johnson. Dwayne, but I love him. He's so good, and and he helps guide her in her quest to become a master wayfinder. Together, they sail across the open ocean on an action-packed voyage, encountering enormous monsters and impossible odds. Yeah, but he's not just any character. The thing is, he's like a demigod. Yeah, he's yeah. And, and there's a twist. There's a whole kind of folklore about like which I thought was really wonderful how they stayed true. They basically really honored the characters and the. Story of this, um, mm. where she was basically young daughter who was going to become the next kind of tribe leader. Her parents mm. were grooming her, which you know that's really cool. Female protagonist again in that role, and you know something had happened way back in their family's lineage because they were on an island, and you know the heart of the island, let's say, was stolen by Maui. Maui. The demigod, because he was trying to do, it was, you'll see, he was trying to do something good, but it was good intentions. But what happened was it created this curse, mm. basically, on the island, which, you know, that island is nourishes them. And it's like, you know, they, the fish were going away. Plants were starting to kind of, you know. <laughs> and so as an aspiring tribe's leader, she felt it was her job to figure out how to save her family and the island. Yeah. So that's why she wanted to get back to the roots. They were disconnected from their roots of who they really were because of this curse. And so she set out to figure out how to get that reestablished. She had to go to the source of the person who caused it in the first place, which is Maui, but he was this crazy demigod. No, but yeah. So, Such a cute story. Yeah. And you know, fun fact shape, the way Maui looks is based off of The Rock's grandfather. No way. Yeah. I was going to say, they usually do, like, animate the characters close to the people who are voicing them. They try that sometimes. I I feel like they do. Especially, like, if I think about Toy Story and, like... Yes. Oh, my (laughs) God. That's funny. Um, Yes. this is Disney's 56th animated Okay. Okay. And they used real pigs to voice Pua, the pig. Oh, my God. Shut up. Yeah. That's (laughs) funny. real pigs. That's really cool. And the music behind this was great. Like we mentioned before, it was composed by Lin-Manuel. Mm-hmm. They won Best Song at the Grammys for How Far I'll Go. It, wait, so that's right. And yeah, I forgot to say when I did the quote and announced this title, this is our second chance second to chance dance to dance to dance. For, for this episode because after I watched it, because we were thinking about picking the movies and we were trying to narrow it down, and it had a wonderful soundtrack, actually. Yeah. And they even sang some songs, like Polynesian, some English, but it was a mix, and it was like such a cool, not typical kind of Disney soundtrack. Right. And I just thought also the story was so sweet and wonderful, and I just wanted to give it a little bit, you know, more visibility. I feel like it was really popular. You with think kids. so? A lot of kids, okay, little kids I know, they loved Moana. Okay, and even at the Oscars, it was nominated Best Animated Feature Film of the Year, Best Original Song at the Billboard. They won Best Soundtrack. So yeah, the soundtrack was. But it, I guess the ratings why like wasn't as high up. Maybe that's what it was. And when after I saw it too, I was like, this is great. I was actually a little teary eyed at the end. It was really good. Really good, honestly. It was super sweet. I don't know. The characters were really well developed. They were not so like you know sometimes animation it's tough. They can dial it in or you know it's hard to connect because they're animations, right? right? But there was something about the way they did this story and how the story was in general. It just had some depth to 
it. And even just the idea of like the island was a goddess Mm -hmm. that had been like, you know, her heart was stolen. So she was attacking and being like upset. And so as soon as her heart was replaced, she became this wonderful green goddess, giving nourishing goddess again. And I don't know. I just love that. And maybe I'm just kind of like, I love nature. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that they were like giving back. They were telling the story of our connection with nature. Yeah. Definitely go watch it. You can watch it right now on Disney Plus if you have it. Yeah, it's the. I thought the music was great. It was just like, what was the one popular song you said again? It's the one, "How Far I'll Go." Ah, yeah, and the 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 actors they were actually all very. They casted it really well. Sixteen when she did this. Wow, that's. Super beautiful she was voice. really good, yeah. yeah. I really, I thought they did such a good job in casting as well. That was the other note. So yeah, this is our second chance to dance. So we don't vote Speaking on of it. Casting Nicole Scherzinger. Yes, she was the. Um, <laughs> she played Cena. That's right. I was like, okay, Nicole. Let's go, Nicole. Let's do it. <laughs> so that was. I thought it was a wonderful film. It actually has a really good story. Yeah. Um, and good symbolism. And then the music was wonderful. And of course, the animation was great because Disney is just. Keeps picking up every 682 year. million at the box office. Okay, I don't know where I got my numbers from, yeah, but I got okay. Technically, this is a big film. If you you know what it is, I think for my friends who have kids, I just knew they were all about Moana. Moana. But I okay. think if you maybe not hanging out the with radar kids a lot. for us, yeah. you know. But yeah, I even remember going to Target and seeing like all kinds of Moana toys and stuff. I'm like, what That's is this true. movie? <laughs> but then again, because like, you know, I have nieces and nephews, and I'm again, I'm not really on the heartbeat of like Disney <laughs> movies. Right. I definitely knew how popular Frozen was but I guess yeah Moana I guess it wasn't as like obvious as Frozen was but like it still was pretty yeah it was pretty fantastic and of course The Rock I mean Dwight he's like a big name Dwayne I said Dwight Dwight <laughs> Dwight Schrute from Schrute Beat Farm Schrute <laughs> Dwight's also in there <laughs> Dwight around your lip <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> okay. So that was our second chance to dance. You know that we loved it. Go watch it. Okay. <laughs> um, on that note, all right, Let's so it's your turn to pick. One. That's right. I, I out the jump I did a second chance to dance. All right, so now all it's right. all main titles. Main premiere. titles. Let's go for it. Yeah. Here we go. Every time we have a chance to move ahead, they move the finish line. Every time. Hidden Figures. That was a great movie. And it is based on true events, true True people that it was so awesome to learn about these three amazing ladies. Uh, Yes, Black Girl Magic and History. Based in Virginia, 1961, under Mm -hmm. Jim Crow laws, which if you don't remember, Mm -hmm. this is crazies where African Americans were relegated to the status of second class citizens. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy. But if you've seen this film, you already know and felt the impact that black women were directly responsible for putting the first American astronauts into space. That's what this was telling you about. We didn't learn this history. No, we didn't. This was not not in our history books, which makes me so angry. But these brilliant African American women Mm -hmm. for NASA, Katherine Johnson, Mm -hmm. Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson serves as the brains behind one of the greatest operations in history, the launch of astronaut John Glenn into orbit. Into orbit. Studying achievement that restored the nation's confidence and turned the space race 
upside down. It was during the big space race with yep. Russia. We were trying to be the first. We were trying mm-hmm. to be the first. And at the time, we didn't have, like, IBM was just coming out. Massive, big IBM supercomputers. Yes. Those were just coming out. So we actually used real people as computers and these were computers to start but all three of them had their own like unique specialty which I love that they highlighted and also by the way they show the real women at the end and they juxtapose them against the actors who play them which were phenomenal casting Taraji P. Henson played Catherine Mm -hmm. Octavia Spencer played Dorothy and Janelle Monae who's been in all these movies pretty much (laughs) played Mary Jackson and it's just it's an amazing and inspiring true story of Mm -hmm. female empowerment Empowerment, mm-hmm. drama, overcoming racial segregation mm-hmm. during these Jim Crow laws. Oh, and man. Girls doing math and engineering. Right. And how lovely. I love. I just thought so clever the name. Hidden Figures. It's such a good name. I mean, <laughs> come is. on. Hidden Figures from a math perspective and Hidden Figures being like because they were actually hidden away. They, they were. NASA did not acknowledge them. In fact, they were, as you'll see, you know, this one scene, it was killed me because like she was asked to help Taraj. Why is it? Yeah, her character, Catherine, Catherine. was asked to work directly in the kind of NASA think tank office, Mm -hmm. um, the ones that were directly dealing with like launching Glenn into space. Kevin Costner played like Kevin Costner was the main, main guy. And they did not have a bathroom that she was allowed to use, not only in the building, but not even on that side of campus. A mile and a half. She literally had to go to colored restroom in, in her heels. Yep. In the rain and shine to go to the bathroom. And, and she brought all of her work with, and she's still above all. That's the thing that killed me. Even, and they would redact things on the paperwork that she was supposed to calculate. I'm like, and she, she needs all the data. Able to do she it. was that brilliant. I was saying Ugh. to Ginger, I was like, because they were doing that stuff, even against all the odds and all the restrictions. I, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, do they want to get him safely home from being in outer space or are they worried about being like racist? Right. Like, oh my God, I couldn't believe they were like so, like, and even just not only that, but women weren't even allowed in like certain areas. It was all restricted. So she was a black woman dealing with this. But they were so smart and clever. Like um, Janelle, she, her character, how cool was that? They were yes. just so smart. They knew how to talk to people. They knew how to play the game to get the advantage. And then the other character, the final character. Octavia Spencer, Octavia. Dorothy. She was like a powerhouse manager in a way. She was genius in her own right. But she also paved the way and made sure other women of color, engineers and computers, Computers had opportunities. So she, you know, she was offered things, but she's like, only if my girls come with me. Mm-hmm. So she actually, there was so many wonderful things at the end, and I figured you'd capture it. They told the accolades at the end. She was the first. Yes. So, um, yeah, um, you tell me. Dorothy Vaughn, she was actually was amongst the first group of African Americans to be hired as mathematicians and scientists through Jim Crow laws still forced forced colored employees to work separate from white counterparts, she became NASA's first African-American manager. Yes, that's right. And Katherine Johnson, which a year prior to the year we're discussing, 2015, she received the highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama. That's right. And you know what she else helped with? But besides Glenn and like putting him into orbit, she also then was brought back on to help with the moon mission as well as the super shuttle. Yes. Did I say super shuttle? Super shuttle? (laughs) (laughs) The space shuttle. (laughs) I'm like, yes, that super shuttle. You you know know? super shuttle from LAX? (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, the space shuttle. Yeah, and um, Mary Jackson, just a fun fact about her, she quit engineering to work on equal rights. And after 30 years as an engineer, Jackson was frustrated with her inability to break the glass ceiling, never allowed to move into supervisor position. She changed careers to help other women of color, and she joined the Affirmative Action Program and Federal Women's Program and was instrumental in the hiring and promotion of minorities and women uh, The Octavia NASA. character, right? This was Janelle. Oh, Janelle. And she was Mary also Jackson. the very first NASA engineer. Yes. Remember? She figured out how to appeal to the courts at the time because she was not allowed to attend a certain school where she needed those courses in order to become eligible to be an engineer because one of her colleagues was like, you need to become an engineer. Just go for it. And so she had to position herself. There was a quote in the movie. I wrote it down. And yeah. Basically, his her colleague was like, let me ask you, if you were a yeah. white male, would you wish to be an engineer? And she goes, I wouldn't have to. I'd already, I'd already be, be one. one. That's like, right. Hello. Because he asked her, you know, would she want to go into the program? And she's like, I'm not going to entertain something that's like delusional. Right. And he was like, what do you mean? And here's this white male telling her this. And she was just, oh, God, they played the characters so awesome. You know that they were just awesome because they're super smart. And like each one of them paved the way. They did. For black women in that category. And, you know, like you, I at one point was like super excited and proud to have this information. But also at the same time, bittersweet thinking like, why aren't we taught this information? This is, I mean, in, even it showed in the movie. Remember when she was doing the reports? Her hard work, her efforts, and they wouldn't let her put her name on it. Mm. So it was credited to this other guy, Paul. And do you know how many times that's happened in the past? There's been writers who have like basically changed their names because they couldn't be a black woman or a black right. man. You know? So you have people like going back in time and thinking, like, oh, all these white men contributed. But like that's not necessarily true. Yeah. They had to be hidden. It was so nice to, to contribute that female mm -hmm. empowerment and just to see black women and our history like that. Because normally yes. when we watch historical type movies stereotypical it's, it's, it's very sad to see mm -hmm. everything so yeah, it, was it was nice empowering. to see this powerful uplifting movie yeah the fact that it's a true story it's just phenomenal and the music was oh, incredible the music was great you know figures. Pharrell was in this a lot Yes, Hans Zimmer and Pharrell, they were the composers for this. And I didn't Benjamin notice it the first time. Walt is his name? Yeah, they, it was incredible. It had like a lot of like gospel music, mm -hmm. acoustic, electric music. Yeah. Um, to kind of provide this like computer-like textures to it. Mm -hmm. And they even used vocals for like Herbie Hancock worked on the score too. Wow, I can see really that. Great. It was a good mixed bag. It, it's, it worked though. Yes, and yeah. um, had a, a lot of great awards, nominated at the Golden Globe mm -hmm. for Best Original Score, mm -hmm. Best Original Soundtrack, and of course, at the Oscars, a nominee for Best Motion Picture. Mm -hmm. and yeah, Octavia it did really Spencer, well. Spencer, she got a nomination for Best Performance by an Actress. In oh, Ball. nice. So, just so great. Best Adapted Screenplay. Amazing. And there was just, the, the acting was incredible in I this. think they should have gotten more like all three of them should have gotten something I don't know I thought they were all great Kevin Costner and Kristen Dunst they were great too Glenn Powell oh this. yeah Kristen Dunst was the uh, she supervisor and the supervisor that finally came around but man that it's like crazy when you have to play I'm sure like Kristen Dunst it's like you have to almost channel people that like characters that you may not really like yeah, feel like, good about acting hard, yeah. yeah you know it's like oh but wow it's like I really felt stressed watching <laughs> watching some scenes I just like it just hurt my heart I don't know I'm very sensitive about uh, watching when, that stuff when Kevin Costner he finally went and because he realized that Catherine kept having mm -hmm. to walk a mile just well, to she go finally to the bathroom down. 
because she was like, where is she? How are you? Yeah. Why are you taking these hour long breaks a day? Yeah. Don't you know we're trying to get a man a space? And she finally broke down and was like, she was just I hard. have to use the bathroom and there's no bathroom here yeah. for me. And she went off on him and he yeah. was just like, yo, he like walks to where her yeah, bathroom the next is scene. and just like breaks down the sign that says colored restroom. Yeah. Like, we don't have this here anymore. Okay. Like, at NASA, bathrooms are for everyone. And NASA, we all pee the same we color. We all pee the same color. That's right. I, I was like, go ahead, Kevin. And I'm like, yes. Like, See, right. But just the fact that, like, imagine that. But you know what Can't it took? Even. I was just thinking about that. Because all up until that point, he was just kind of treating them like even giving her a separate coffee pot. I mean, how rude. They didn't even, like, no gentlemanly, like, acting at all. She's doing all this stuff. She's, like, busting her butt. Like she said, she's been working long hours, you know. And it takes people who were so extraordinary. Right. And so smart to change people's minds like mm-hmm. that. Fine, we'll take it. But how ridiculous that it has to be that extra. Exactly. Just to give simple decency and humanity to and others. Just like puts it in perspective. Because yeah. there's not a whole lot of just extra a human being. amazing people like that that right. come around all the time. So just like it just took way That's too what I'm saying, much like, to make a change. It's almost like so sad that just a regular person, not just saying you're regular, but like why can't you give the same decency right. to that person? Why does someone have to be so extraordinary? that you'll make an exception exactly so but for that reason too i was like you know i love seeing people who i call them trailblazers they're the ones wearing these badges of courage you know Mm -hmm. to like persevere even though you know like when you get that kind of pushback i can't even imagine it i can't even imagine i'm coming from a standpoint of not even understanding but trying to understand and they went for it like even her going for that education i mean like it's almost like life-threatening some of the stuff they would have to deal with and they still and for me that to me that like makes me shut tear because I'm thinking they're doing that and they're blazing trails for younger generations to not have to deal with exactly. that. Exactly. So every you know time I mean? you get to go to a classroom yeah. during the day because she had to take night classes. That's Mary right. They went, Yes, right. They she only let her take night classes. Only night yeah. classes. Like just don't take for granted. Don't take know? for granted. Yeah. And so I loved it. When I first saw it, I saw it when it came out in the theater and I saw it again. It was it's just so good. It's and really, really I just good. love learning. Powering. Anyway, I love learning history, real history. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to know. And they did a really great job of it. They did. They did a good job. And that's the thing. It, it could have been dark. They were keeping it real. It wasn't totally Disney because, you know, they can do that too. Mm-hmm. But they, they had a nice balance, like to your point, where it was like ultimately the story was positive. Ultimately, the story was a good one to hear. So I liked how they framed it, but they still showed you the uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, with that said, should we vote on we our vote. hidden figures? Yes. All right. Let's think NASA. Okay. Is it a go for launch oh or a miscalculation hello oh it's coming back to me it's coming back to me i feel the magic again (laughs) okay Uh, (laughs) all right i think we say it's a go for launch I'll probably add that sound effect there. <laughs> so, all right. So that good. was a great one. Okay, I forget. Did I pick or did you pick? Now it's your turn, right? My turn. Let's go. What's Last in the tube? That's in already? the box. What's in? Oh, wow. Episode really? Six, yeah. Oh, we're we just doing. Go? That's right. We're only doing three titles. All right. All right. I said a lot of terrible things to you. My heart was broken. And I know yours was broken, too. <laughs> I love how you're reading it. Man, just shut up. Wait, wait. I tried to channel Michelle. My heart was broken. <laughs> no, it, it was so. 
so powerful, her performance. It was really yeah, heartbreaking. Sad. That movie was Oh my god. I wasn't expecting it actually. I remember when it first came out and I wasn't really Ben Affleck was uh, stars in it. Um, Casey Affleck. Sorry, Casey Affleck. Oh my gosh. Casey <laughs> Affleck is younger brother. Younger brother. He was really good in it and I don't know, it just seemed like one of those movies where I was like, I don't know, what is it about? And I wasn't really drawn to it cuz it's kind of like, well, about New England and eh. yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't really clear. It is a human story and it just really captures it was like really good trauma. And I'm glad I watched agony. it finally. Gosh, yeah. Because sometimes you know movies like that are hyped, and then you go watch it, and you're just like, eh. but this one, I was like, wow, this is good. It, this is it good. Really, and the music was beautiful. Gives you a glimpse of what it's like to feel real loss, and this guy, yeah, and know, to live with it, to live, to with, live with bad it. decisions, maybe. You know, there's Casey that too. Affleck plays Lee Chandler, who basically he's surviving the death of his older brother, Joe, and also right, he had a like, heart attack. He, had a heart yeah, he, attack. he has a heart condition. Yeah, he lives they, in Boston, but he, he yeah. returns to Manchester by the sea, which is where he lost his family. Well, yeah, see, when you open the movie, all you know is that he has this brother who has a heart condition, and his brother has a son. So that's his nephew. But he is no longer living in the same town. We don't learn yet why. Right. But he's kind of living by himself. He doesn't seem to have a family. He doesn't seem to have a partner. We're not sure what's going on. And then we basically find out that they had been preparing because he had a heart condition. So they said it might become, you know, might happen. And so when that happened, his brother basically asked in his will for him to uh, be the, be the guardian, guardian for what? his nephew. Yeah, yeah, for his son. And so he was kind of like, wow. But when we learned that the reason why there was such hesitation or rumors about him because earlier there was an accident that happened that he was unfortunately responsible for that all of it was a total accident but his family his children um, had been killed and his marriage couldn't survive it his wife was still you know she actually could have died too but she lived mm. and it was just too hard for them he just couldn't live with himself and he was just going through life and he was just trying to just survive till nothing you know and I think that was like there was a little spark that happened but when he had to like now be responsible for someone other than himself and live for somebody other than himself and actually start to look at that hurt when his nephew was kind of came back into his life more fully yeah and he was trying to be there for his nephew so don't you think that was kind of the vibe definitely i mean the whole movie is just captures real trauma and agony yeah and what he was going and through and what he was going through and mm-hmm. casey really and portrayed that it's like his performance was so natural and grounded. yes you could like really see his boiling anger and sadness beneath the surface and shame emotions and yeah it's shame even michelle williams she was like depth in the shakiness and she voices was the that wife time. like her breakdowns right. were just incredible yeah. yeah a lot of really other great actors in this too matthew yes. broderick was in this tate donovan that's right i forgot yeah. So, so good, but it really manages to bring this movie to life with the ability of presenting the characters as real people. Yeah. You know, and it's just a masterpiece. It's incredibly moving, really well written. Mm-hmm. Nominated for so many Academy Awards for Best Actor in a Leading Role, which he won. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. By the yeah, way. and I thought the music was great. Like, I just thought it was beautiful. It really was set the tone correctly, and it was appropriate. And, like, it really helped kind of move the scenes. So, yes. Yeah. Composed by Canadian composer Leslie Barber. Okay. One of the first of her scores to make the mainstream. Okay. And basically, it's quiet, minimalist, it's emotional, it has a lot of strings, piano, yeah. a lot of different voices. Very kind of it. contemplative. 
beautiful, yeah. kind of almost like haunting, yes. which I think was appropriate because you'll understand. We want to give all the details if you haven't seen it, but gosh, it's tough. It's kind of you influenced know? by early church music in her writing, mm, especially mm-hmm. with the vocals that were that. actually performed by her daughter, which who's an opera singer, oh, Jacobo wow. Barber. Okay. Yeah, it kind of inspired by like 17th century New England church Yeah. Music. Oh, and that, that, that see, that then vibe. that sets the tone well because you're there in New England. Yeah. You know, this is Boston Bible, you said. And that's the thing, Manchester by the Sea, that's where his brother lived, but also there's a tie-in with he had a boat that they would go boating and he was grooming his son basically to kind of take over the business. And that was how his son would fond memories before the incident with his uncle, even, that they would connect and they would go out fishing on the boat. And that was like happy times. And so it was this interesting moment too when Lee, when he inherited everything from his brother and as well as taking care of his nephew, like, you know, he was like, oh, I got the house, I got the boat. What do I do with the boat? I can't maintain this. I don't know what to do. But the nephew was like, no, we want to keep the boat. I'm going to drive the boat. I'm going to take, you know, and he realized at first he was kind of just being like very kind of pragmatic about it. Yeah. Then he realized, oh, this is something really important to his nephew. This is a piece of his father for his nephew. And that he helped him kind of keep the boat. And at the end, it's really sweet, you know, that that was like them connecting again yeah, back how they circle. used to. It was almost like he came back to life a little bit in a weird series of events, it's right? It's just a masterpiece in modern storytelling. Mm, the photography mm. and score was just grandiose. And the pacing was True. really flawless going back and forth of unraveling the Yeah, I like the dynamic like when they had past. conversations. Yeah, I just, agree. The main character was really tormented and yeah. it just shows and the acting and the chemistry between all of them was just great. Yeah. I mean, he was captured. You're right. He was tormented. I love how they show that because like on one note, he also had this like empathy and compassion for his family and his nephew. Mm-hmm. Then let's like say he feel like something would happen and he, you know, go out drinking at the bar yeah, like, and he was just fight. so <laughs> ready. Like he just punch a random stranger in his face for looking at him the wrong way and you can tell like he was just like hurting you, you know? could just see, like he'd just be standing still and you could just see the sadness and like yeah. the emotions that were like underneath the surface Ugh, of what he yeah. was portraying like Casey Affleck definitely deserved this oh yeah award. he got a yeah that's right he definitely deserved it and I, that's right it was a big to do in that it was kind of a lot of backlash during that time because he was like being me too'd right Oh, was that happening? Is that why? Yeah, they were kind of like, I don't give it to him. But oh, there's a whole interesting. thing about that. I don't really know too too much, but my friend Melissa oh. actually was like, I don't remember that. that was <laughs> yes, she's a makeup artist. <laughs> no, that's like, interesting. Oh. Yeah, oh. so because I remember thinking too, like I remember the film was getting all this hype, and then it kind of was died down really quick. So maybe yeah. that was why. I think so. Ooh, interesting. Well, well at least the, the film time, itself, the frequency of the that time. was a pre- see how the frequency. Because he can change on you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really great film. Mm-hmm. I say watch it. Let's rate it. Let's rate it. I wonder what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's the rating for Manchester by the Sea? Are you gonna park the you know, car wash in the up Harvard the Yard? <laughs> <laughs> Park the car in the Harvard Yard. That's my boss. <laughs> Park the car in the Harvard Yard. Um, Police department. Police department. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, is it going to wash, wash up, up on the shore? Or sail off into the sunset. <gasps> Thank you. I like that. Thank you. That's appropriate. Strong shame. <laughs> Golf clap. Um, all right. Okay. And we say, sail, sail off into the, the sunset. <laughs> Underneath the breeze and the birds. 
<laughs> We're so good. Wow. We are so good. <laughs> We're our biggest fans. <laughs> We're our biggest fans. Okay. Yay. Um, that was it. That's a wrap. Is that the last of our part two 2016 titles? Oh, my goodness. How is that possible? It We're is. getting efficient with this stuff. We are. We have a few honorable mentions that we'd like Let's to Let's do all the honorable mention. mentions in part two then. Let's do Honorably. It. Let's Honorably. Okay, so oh. these honorable mentions, because like I said, we had so many good titles to choose from. We had to narrow it down. We put them in an honorable mention. If we don't go into a deep dive on them, but we do want to mention them because we think they're noteworthy enough, right? Yes, we want so to mention the all-female cast of Ghostbusters. Oh, that was right. That so was the year of that the reboot with an all-female cast and like, oh my God. So yes. good. Very, very funny. And the, obviously the soundtrack on that was really cool. Um, what else we got? Deadpool. <gasps> Deadpool. Oh, my. That was groundbreaking. Breaking the fourth wall. That was with, uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. So and funny. It, the soundtrack on that was actually really good, too. It was not a typical Marvel movie. It was like the first time we were really changing it up. He's really funny. That was the beginning of the franchise. <laughs> we got okay. Zootopia. Zootopia was an animated, really cute movie. Had yes. a lot of good music going on that one, too. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad with, what's her name? The blonde... Um, Margot Robbie. Yeah, she's like, you know, Joker's uh, love interest. Um, yes. Oh, my God. What's the name of the character? Jared Leto? No, no, no. The oh. Marvel character. Oh. But it was the movie. The Suicide Squad was based around her story is what I'm getting at. It's kind of like Wolverine, you know, of the mm. X-Men. And it was like, it was good. And the soundtrack is killer. It's like literally like really energetic. And it was Harlo. actually- Harlow. Thank you. Harlow what? Something. Yes. Harlow. <laughs> Why do I? I don't know. <laughs> Bad. Right. Captain America Civil War was on here on a rollback. Captain America Doctor Civil War. Doctor Strange. A lot of Marvel. Doctor Strange. Oh, there was a lot of Marvel. And Doctor Strange was awesome, actually. I saw that. And I thought it was very different than the typical Marvel stuff. And the soundtrack was dope. Yes. That's a good one to check out. And then we got yeah, Rogue Marvel. One, a Star Wars story. Rogue One, that's right. The first time you had a female protagonist, it was actually pretty noteworthy. There was a lot of hype around that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Secret Life of Pets, super cute. That was super cute. Super, super cute. But more than that, even I thought was cool, it almost made our second chance to dance with Sing. Sing also came out yes, that year. That's and right. that one was an animated movie. I think it fell out of the radar. It has Sing 2, though. It was pretty, pretty popular. It was super cute. It was literally based on music. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done. You have to check it out. Seriously. It's so good. You should see if you haven't seen it. I have to see it. Yeah, too. it's worth it. It's on like Netflix. There's no problem. So many. So many to list. Yeah. So anyway, those are our top ones that we wanted to at least mention because mention. they're interesting in terms of story, but they also have something unique, a spin, but also from a soundtrack perspective. Yes. I don't know. It's just something that's worth checking out. It's compelling, yeah, right? Yeah. Next time you're scrolling and you don't know what to choose, come to the Sonic That's right. If you're we run- got you. We got you. And you know you're going to have a different feeling about it when you watch titles that connect the dots with that music and that and soundtrack. And the frequency of the time. And the frequency through that year that's right hey see how it connects with you always trust your gut if you're leaning into it that's a story you need to hear Mm. right so with that said let us know what you think that's right leave us a comment subscribe on spotify apple music podbean spotify 
Yes. We want you to go there, follow us, because it's the easiest one. We're on other places, but especially there, rate us, leave us comments. Yes. But guess what else we have? The Sonicronic.com official website. Official website. Yes. And more importantly, and we're very excited about, is we're going to launch our Patreon channel, which is going to be our main kind of uh, mothership mm-hmm. of the Sonic Chronic, where you all will be able to get exclusive extras, all the goods, be the first. You will be our VIP producers. Okay. If if yeah. you subscribe and Patreon us at Patreon. And so, yeah, look for that. And we're always wanting to hear from you. Yes. What, you know, do, do we agree? Would you like us to review certain titles? What do you think about our comments? And tell us about your journey on this. Like, what's happening for you in these different years? Like, yeah. does did we bring you back to a place? Is there nostalgia happening? Are you kind of thinking, like, there's a, a lot of connection between how you felt about movies and what was going on with you personally? Because yeah. I think so. I think that happens all the time, right? Definitely. We want to hear about it. Yeah. Let and, us know. And with that said, this This was the frequency frequency of that time. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Episode six in the can. We did it.